In this precise moment, I'm insanely grateful for Anchor FM. And I also noticed something. I always like come on this thing like, hey, Anchor FM, like most of y'all didn't even know about this app before. You just came on to support me and I'm acting like that's your new name. Um, But hi there, Anchor FM. I just mean the people who are here, like you guys are separate from everybody else. You're the ones to me who are like every single day I want to learn a little bit about intimacy and that's a whole different group. You guys deserve, first of all, how about that? I'll take suggestions. What do you guys want to be called? Like I say hi lovers on my YouTube channel and I just mean like people that I like have agape love for. But here, you know, there's something, we're like peers. We're like a tribe together. So what should I call you other than Hey Anchor FM? Um, Which is, you know, a nice little shout out for the app, which today I'm grateful for because it gives me a place to cohesively put my thoughts together so I've been in Toronto six days and uh, it's a perfect amount of time and today I was supposed to go home in my mind I thought I was leaving today and I went to check in for my flight and they were like uh, no bitch it's tomorrow and I was like oh okay so my sister was stopping by to drop off clothes but she happened to be going to Canada's Wonderland and she's like do you want to come too so I went and had an incredible day and I'm just I'm grateful that I had the extra day here I want to try and truncate it into things that I learned while I'm back home. Um, first, a little story. Any of you guys who are fans of Louis C.K., the, com- the comedian, I loved his last comedy special. And he had this joke that he made, which was politically incorrect on some levels, but I get where he was going with it. He was essentially saying that I'm very jealous of the transgender community, of people who are transgender, because everybody else has this feeling. They have some shit going on, and they're unhappy, and they don't know what it is, but they're like, oh, I get it. I'm supposed to be another gender. And he was like, you know, like, I wish I could just wake up tomorrow and say like, oh, I know what's wrong with me. I'm supposed to be an owl. Stupid. But I think the point of it is like when you understand yourself very well and you're able to see who you are and make an adjustment or just like have peace and understanding. I feel like I got that prior when I was in LA. I kind of first picked up on this because I have a very peculiar personality. We all do. But I'm extremely extroverted in public. I have a very big personality in public. It's actually calmed down. My previous YouTube channel was called Those Girls Are Wild. And so my exterior persona was like hyper. Like even in high school, I was just a lot. But at home, I tend to be pretty quiet. In certain social groups, I tend to be fairly quiet. Um, And I can tend to be like standoffish. And to be honest with you guys, I'm not... I'm not always like super gung-ho on new people. I'm not super gung-ho about like connecting and going out. I'm just, I've never been that person. And so I'm an ambivert on the um, Myers-Briggs test, wherein that like I'm extroverted, but I do gain my energy from being alone and being calm. And I had this realization because I live with Jared and I realized that I almost feel bad sometimes because I'm not... I'm not like in the mood that I should be or that maybe he he doesn't expect but in my mind that he expects I'm supposed to be and I'm more quiet and calm or thoughtful and pensive and then I was like no it's not that I'm not happy or I'm not giving enough or I'm just being very moody it's just like I need those times and he has to understand that and I have to you know honor that in myself that there are days and probably once a day that I just need to shut down. I need to not have any expectations to be outgoing or funny or interested. I just need to be left the fuck alone. And that's how I'm going to gain enough energy and strength to turn around and give people energy. 
but if I don't get that, um, it's awkward. And so while I was back in Pickering, where my family lives, I kind of had that second understanding of myself more because I always feel this, especially uh, since I moved to LA and I'm coming back home, I always feel this weird guilt and unsettled feeling. And I, I often feel guilty for not giving people the version of Shannon that, you know, is the best case scenario. So I stay at my parents' house when I'm here, but that just makes this the home base. So I'm, you know, I'm in, when you come back home, you have a million people to see. So I'm out all day. I'm talking to people. I'm going to see friends. And then I come home and there's this expectation again that I'm putting on myself that I'm supposed to socialize them with my parents and or talk to them and what I really want to do is just sit alone for a while and I remember when I used to live here I would sit in my car an hour in the parking lot sometimes in the garage just because I wasn't ready to go inside and give more energy and I didn't understand that part of myself but now I'm like oh I know what it is like I just need half an hour or an hour by myself so that's part one I'll give you lesson part two in a second All right, moving on. Lesson two that I learned. My dad is watching Love Island right now. (laughs) Love Island is a British show that is somewhat like Temptation Island. I used to watch Temptation Island as a kid. It's one of those like Big Brother type house. It's essentially Big Brother, but in a different twist. I mean, they're all, you know, somewhat similar of this like social experiment of putting a bunch of primates into a close proximity and putting certain challenges or expectations on them and seeing who wins out. It's like Lord of the Flies. Uh, Nonetheless, my dad was watching that and he likes it. And of course, it's along my subject matter. So I've been watching a few episodes with him. And um, I came home and I was talking to my brother-in-law, whom, you know, is just a very successful individual. And I was saying, you know, I'm in a place now where I have not a, a massive amount of money, but I have a good amount of money to do something with, whether that be purchase a house. I don't, I'm not one of those people who dreams of owning a house, so that wouldn't be buying a house for Shannon to live in, it would be like buying a house as an investment property and probably in Canada because my dollar goes further here. So I was like, I may want to do an investment property or maybe mutual funds or maybe stocks. And we're just having this conversation and brainstorming. And I had settled in my mind. I'm like, I think I may buy a condo in Toronto and uh, flip it or rent it out. But it's a pre-construction condo, so it wouldn't be ready for two years. So I'd be giving a massive amount of money right now for a two-year possible payout of, you know, double, which could be good, but it's not incredible. But it's still great. Anyways, so I go to my friend Taha's house yesterday, and we had an incredible talk. I was there, and these are my favorite conversations, just about life, lessons, um, struggles, triumphs, observations. and It was a beautiful conversation for like five hours. I left at like two in the morning. And in that conversation, he was like, why don't you invest in yourself? Like, how come you haven't invested and just done your own show? Like, you do all these pilots. And I was telling him about my whole pilot woes of like, I just keep getting pilots and they never get picked up. And I just keep getting opportunities and like it's just teased in front of me then it's taken away he's like why aren't you just doing your own and I was like that's what my YouTube channel is and he's like well on a greater scale and then I was telling him about my five-part series which is like a sore spot for me but I shot a five-part series I invested and to be honest I I invested maybe 2,000 max um, probably actually more maybe 3,000 I invested in making this scripted five-part series I thought people would really enjoy and it ended up being like the worst performing thing on my channel I think that's probably fair to say it is the worst performing series that I've ever done on my channel and I was so heartbroken and upset by that and it made me feel like well, I would never do that again and Taha was like 
you can take that 30000 I don't think he said this per se, but he was in essence saying you could take that money and invest it, sure, like the smart way or like the traditional way, or you could invest in yourself and just see what happens. Um, and that kind of had me thinking, do I want to do my version of a love island, maybe on my YouTube channel or maybe somewhere else? Or like, do I want to make that investment and potentially turn 30,000 into 600,000 because it becomes a successful franchise or grows my brand immensely and um, it's a scary thought but a very interesting thought and I played Monopoly which I think I told you guys this and I won I don't know why but I always win Monopoly I do know why I'm, I'm good <laughs> so I played Monopoly and I won and um, there was a point in the game where when I had to say fuck it if I go out I go out but I'm investing everything into like ensuring that I make it next level I could have come in last place in the game at this point but I made some early moves that weren't paying off and I got to a point where I was in the hole because I had spent money on like hotels and houses before everybody else had so I had the least amount of money and then I kind of landed on someone's property that hit me a bit and I had like nothing left and I was like fuck it let me throw all of it in and I did and I ended up winning now mind you people do that and they end up losing but it was like a lesson to me to say you know go big or go home if you don't take the big risk you don't get the big gain and all those other cliche shits that we hear and I just feel like my mind is reeling right now with possibilities I may go home and just go the safe route and do nothing I may just keep the money in my bank that's my dad's suggestion just keep the money in the bank you never know it's for a rainy day you don't know your industry but right now I'm feeling hype which is why I'm glad for Anchor FM because I can record myself saying this and maybe come back to it in two weeks when I've kind of cooled off but it was a great trip I learned about myself I spent time with my family I got to see some core friends and it didn't go perfect I didn't go to OVO Fest I had FOMO I didn't really go out for Carabana my Carabana was shitty but I gained something way more um, beautiful than that and that's inspiration fuck an Instagram post inspiration all right, so I'm not going to do a question today like I promised. That's because I thought I would be home in L.A. today, but I'm not. And I'm exhausted. I'm just like, I'm tired and my mind is reeling. And on top of that, I haven't spoken to my partner all day today. I have not talked to... You know what? I probably talk about this dude way too much, but shout out to finding the right person. Shout out to compatibility because I used to have... Again, I, I experienced this guilt and I'm not sure if you guys can relate, especially when I'm around my family that I have to give a lot, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of attention. And so it just feels very bizarre to exclude myself, you know, during times when they're awake to like go off and talk to my partner. And so I know that that seems like I'm not prioritizing him, but it's more like I don't live here. And so when I'm here, I want to give that attention. And if I'm present, I'm not a multitasker. So I don't want to be shifting around. And in my previous relationship, yo, this was a problem. It was a massive issue and it was like, you don't choose me, you don't care about me and you ignore me, you ignore my needs and uh, Jared's just like very understanding and always arms open whether I call him at 10 in the morning or, you know, 2 in the morning, um, just always arms open and like, hey, how was your day? And I just appreciate that so much because I don't mean malice by it. It's not as if there's ill intention or I don't care. It just genuinely is like, this is how... I've structured my life for a very long time with prioritizing my family's feelings and then of course feeling like that you know that guilt of moving away from home and um, when I come back I want to be memorable and I appreciate him for um, giving me the space to focus on that goal so I'm gonna go call him (laughs) 
I'm going to go call him and um, pack, relax, and get ready to travel back home tomorrow, inspired, and see what see what comes of this. Um, it was great, though. I would love to hear from you guys a little bit of homework, a tiny bit of homework, more of a discussion. Tell me, inspire me right now. Tell me about a big risk that you made that paid off. On the flip side, though, keep it real. Tell me about a big risk that you made that completely flopped and it was a disaster and you wish you never did it. Well, of course, there's that cheesy ass line. If I didn't go through what I went through, I wouldn't be who I am today. But like if you took all that shit aside and just really focused on like the shittiness of the loss. Tell me about something that you put something on the line for that didn't work out. Um, Yeah, I would say mine, but I've already talked enough. So I want to hear yours instead. A risk that you made that worked out. And a risk that you made that didn't, definitely, definitely didn't work out.